everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Bold Predictions. He is Steve Marek. He is Greg Smith. He's Jeff Ekstrom. I'm Zach Carpenter. And today, boys, uh, we got a little bit of a, a gloomy Bold Predictions. Uh, Michigan is a 30 and a half point favorite over Nebraska on Saturday. Oh, line just went up. Now it's 31. So line keeps jumping up and down or not down really just keeps rising uh, further and further uh, up by half a point every uh, every other day, every day, it seems like when you look at it, um, the news came out, Mickey Joseph confirmed that starting quarterback Casey Thompson is out for Saturday. He did not name the starting quarterback over whether it's Chubba Purdy or Logan Smothers. Um, he said, we'll find out on Saturday, uh, probably what we thought was going to happen, even though Purdy has looked bad in the five plus quarters when he's been in there. Smothers has provided a spark, but uh, we will see who is QB one on Saturday when the ball kicks off at three 30 Eastern from the big house. Uh, Steve, what are what, all you guys, but starting with Steve, what are your, what are your thoughts on uh, just initial thoughts on this matchup? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in the quarterback situation. Obviously there's been some, I wouldn't say back and forth, but just maybe some disagreement through the media with Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple about how they maybe want to want the offense to operate. Mickey Joseph wants to slow things down and be happy with three and four yard run gains. And um, it maybe Mark Whipple doesn't really appear all that interested in running the football. Um, he, we all know he likes to air it out and and everything, but yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be, I'm really interested to see, um, Nebraska's run defense, how it stacks up against a really, really good, powerful Michigan run attack. And then obviously the uh, quarterback situation for Nebraska should be fun. The the ghost of Pat Narduzzi um, yeah. has, has made an <laughs> That's appearance. That's what I've been thinking about chat. this whole time. Um, last yeah, week. like, I mean, he's still time. with us. So it's just a euphemism. He's still with us. Um, But like, I, boy, it, that's one of those things now looking back on it is maybe we should have paid a little bit more attention um, to that. And I don't know. And I honestly don't know if, if, if all of us on here were if like we just dismissed that when it happened or what. I kind of took it with a grain of salt as just kind of sour grapes, just to be totally honest on it, uh, with his offensive coordinator kind of leaving and all of that. And Arduzzi just kind of seems like a prickly guy anyway. Um, but it turns out that he was right. Like, I don't know how else to really kind of describe that portion of the offensive situation um, as it relates to the play calling and giving the team the best chance to win. I am with Steve on the run defense aspect of this, though, for Nebraska. I am really curious to see if what we've seen from the last two weeks of Nebraska um, and how they kind of, they slowed down Illinois' rushing attack and Minnesota's rushing attack. Those are not, those are two good football teams that run in the ball and they're they did not run wild in the way that maybe we thought that they would going into that game but this is a different beast when it comes to Michigan so I, I am really curious on how that goes if, if the defense can keep them in the game if they can figure something out on offense well yeah I'd say uh it might not matter who's uh throwing the court throwing the ball for Nebraska when uh Michigan is gonna be sacking them all game long 29 sacks leading the Big Ten uh, for the Wolverines and I We'll see if this uh, Nebraska offensive line can slow them down. I'll be watching that on Saturday. I, I just I don't know. It's just not a great matchup at all. Uh, I don't know if this is quite a 31-point victory for Michigan. It obviously could get to that point. But I don't know. My kind of gut feeling is that they'll have – they're on the road in Ann Arbor. This isn't one they're looking over. So I feel like they're going to have this team ready. Again, I don't think they're talented enough to hang, at, hang with Michigan. But – 
I, I don't. This one could be 28 points. I don't know if they're going to cover the 31, but we'll get our answer on Saturday. When Jeff said 29 sacks for a second after his seven sack prediction last week, I thought he was going to say his 29 sacks was his bold prediction. I was like, all right, we're getting out of the gate hot here with a 29 sack prediction. Um, no, like you said, Jeff, um, Michigan has that defense, that pass rush, who uh, it's one of the best in the nation, one of the best in the Big Ten. And Nebraska's offensive line um, is coming off a performance, probably its best overall pass protection performance last week. Um, Ethan Piper, especially, he's quietly been having uh, an awesome last three games. Uh, he was inserted in the starting lineup against Indiana. Uh, he had a bad game against Rutgers, just like pretty much every Nebraska offensive lineman. But the last three games, he's really stepped up. Um, and last week, uh, the pass protection was really it was really solid all around, but again, um, it's just a different beast, I think, coming into Saturday. But um, like uh, like Steve and Greg said, um, Nebraska's run defense has been pretty solid over the last two weeks. I think the first half against Illinois and the first half, especially against Minnesota, they uh, they really corralled uh, Mohamed Ibrahim. Um, he had 18 yards on eight carries in the first half. Chase Brown, I can't remember offhand what his numbers were in the first half, but I just remember he, that he had one 20 yard run, but besides, and I think an 11 yard run, but besides that, they really, um, they bottled him up too. They bottled him up for a, a half each until Ibrahim got loose in the second half and Chase Brown kind of just grounding, pounding, um, wearing down that Nebraska defensive front. It's the same thing coming into the day. Um, it's incredible that the, this defense is going to have to go against the four best running backs in the Big Ten and four of the best in the country who would probably all four be in the top 10 discussion of best running backs in the country when you think about Brown, Ibrahim, Blake Corum, and then Braylon Allen for Wisconsin next week. Um, Blake Corum, he's averaging 131.9 yards rushing per game and a touch over about 1.7 rushing touchdowns per game. Um, and he's he's where I'm going my first bold prediction. Uh, I have... Blake Corum running for 175 yards or more and three touchdowns. Um, I think there's sort of the dichotomy of, are they going to try to save his legs and then have it be more of a, a two-headed attack with him and uh, Donovan Edwards, who I, th I think we're going to see that anyway, um, where both of those guys are, are given plenty of touches. Um, but at the same time, I think Corum, he he's, has that Heisman campaign that I think Jim Harbaugh would love if he was on that, if he was in New York at that, that Heisman ceremony, and if he was able to win or, um, or get close to the, that top uh, upper echelon. And he already has, he has a 243 yard day, 177 yard game this year. Um, so it's not out of the question, obviously, for him to, to pop off for those, that, that amount of yardage. Um, and I see, I see Michigan just being able to to wear down that defense and um, Corum, Blake Corum, big day for you guy. Um, I think I think that's what it's trending up to be. And I'm guess I'm going to go against you a little bit, Zach. Here, my my one bold prediction let kind me, of let features... me let me drink something so I can spit it out so you can then you can yeah my it. my I, you guys want bold I'm going to go bold here. I've been always trying to get bolder because the in, the subscribers at Inside Nebraska just want me to go bold. Um, my my bold prediction um, focuses on the run defense of Nebraska. I just really like what they've done the past few games. I really like what Bill Bush has done on that side of the ball. Now, I understand 
that there's not going to be any Miles Farmer back there at safety. There's not any Nick Henrik at uh, inside linebacker. But I think Nebraska's run defense, Nebraska's defense as a whole, is going to hold Michigan's run attack to its lowest yards per carry mark of the season. Now, the number to beat right now is 4.1 yards per carry, and that was done by pretty dang good defense in Iowa's. Um, have it written down here. I, uh, Indiana's defense um, held Michigan to 4.13 yards per carry. So my one bold prediction is the Huskers defense holding its ground and um, making Michigan have its lowest um, at just lowest yards per carry average of the season, um, beating 1.4 yards per carry. So it's, it's funny because I, like every week, though, I feel like you, you gave a shout out to our insiders, boards and subscribers out there who always get after us about not going quite bold enough. Every week, someone gets that. And I feel like it just gets passed around. But Steve has had it a couple of times. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be me uh, this week because my bold prediction <laughs> is that Chubba Purdy is going to start now. <laughs> This would oh. this would have been wow. a lot. This would have been a lot bolder if Mickey Joseph had to come out and said, "Hey, Casey Thompson is ruled out um, in Thursday's press conference," because then it could have been a little bit of a, "Hey, maybe Casey could still play, maybe he won't." Um, but the the really this is it feels more bold to the fan base and I guess media as well because I I'm not going to speak for everybody here, but I feel like everybody feels like Logan Smothers should start. Um, based off of what we've seen uh, out of both of these quarterbacks. But my whole hypothesis around this is, is that Mark Whipple is stubborn and he just doesn't like, he has been attached very strongly to Chubba Purdy. And this it's important to remember going back to his time at Pitt before he came to Nebraska, remember that he was recruiting Chubba Purdy out of the portal to come to Pittsburgh. He took an, Purdy took an official visit out to Pitt. I, I shout out to recruiting. I made sure to slide that in there before Whipple then came to be the OC here at Nebraska, right? And then he decided, hey, come on over to Nebraska. He did. There was that kind of strange talk in the summertime, if you remember, about how Purdy was really pushing Casey Thompson, which we now know was a whole lot of coach speak. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun Remember story. that? <laughs> yeah, that was a fun two weeks, right? Um, and so now, like, I, I just feel like Whipple is – too stubborn to actually then put Logan Smothers into the game and build an entire game plan around his skill set that I think personally would help the team. Um, either they're not going to probably win this game, but at least hang around. Um, but I think I think that Chubba Purdy, after the talk about you know how he's had a better week of practice by Mark Whipple on Wednesday, um, I think that he ends up being the starter this weekend, much to the dismay um, of many many fans out there. But he'll get a shot to prove them wrong. Yeah, well, I'm going to kind of go in a little opposite direction in terms we're all kind of focused on the run. I'm going after the pass here with Michigan. J.J. McCarthy has been really, really good this year. He hasn't had to make game-breaking plays or anything like that. Kind of been a little bit of a game manager. Uh, over 1,600 yards, 12 touchdowns to two interceptions, so he's been really good there. I think they're going to go through the air a little more than we think. 
one reason I'll say in my score prediction. But um, I think with Miles Farmer out, I think they're going to want to attack through the air, and they're going to want to go deep. And for McCarthy, it's been Ronnie Bell who's been his main uh, target. He has over 500 yards and one score this year. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say that Bell has over 100 yards and at least one score because I think they're going to want to throw it, throw it early, and put the game away early. I'll explain why in my score prediction. Right now, I got Ronnie Bell over 100 yards and one score. Well, as you said, Jeff, we can get right to those score predictions because, uh, like I said in the intro, um, Michigan, 30-and-a-half-point favorite, might be 31 or 32 by the time we kick off um, on Saturday. And we've seen Nebraska put up that that touchdown on the opening drive. It feels like uh, um, almost every week, it seems like. Um, they did it last week against Minnesota and jumped out to that 10 nothing lead. And it's like, all right, what – are we going to be surprised if they get out to that seven nothing lead if they uh, if they take the ball first or if they force a Michigan punt on the opening drive? Um, I won't be totally surprised, but uh, after that after that opening scripted drive, they, their offense falls off, and without Casey Thompson to open up those deep balls with Trey Palmer, which I know Michigan um, their secondary is a little bit more vulnerable um, to the deep balls than uh, than um, than um, defenses like Illinois. I know DJ Turner and uh, Green, those two cornerbacks, um, a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, and that's coming from Josh Henschke, the Michigan publisher for uh, the Michigan Rivals site, um, giving a little insight there. But I still don't see, I without Casey Thompson, those deep balls just aren't there in the way they were. Unless maybe Logan Smothers. I mean, we saw him, um, we saw him get one to Marcus Washington up the left sideline for 31 or 32 yards um, in the fourth quarter against Minnesota. But um, I just don't see there being enough offense for Nebraska to to keep up. And I have this one as 42 to seven Michigan. Um, so the over under is 48 and a half. So I have it going a uh, half point over uh, with that total and Michigan covering. And I have Michigan winning 34 to 10. I think Nebraska gets a touchdown on the board and then a Timmy Bleak Road field goal, and that's just about it. I, I just don't know what to expect from the offense here, especially with Mark Whipple um, and, and what he wants to do with the quarterback situation. I hope it's uh, Logan Smothers. I hope that the third-year quarterback from Alabama gets to show what he can do and, and gets a real opportunity, but I'm not holding my breath on that, so I guess we'll see. But uh, Michigan gets out of here with a win 34-10. to 10. To be clear, um, I think it's a tough spot for either quarterback, either either one of them that goes in yeah. there. Um, because, you know, a lot of weeks it feels like, you know, you're having this discussion um, about, you know, is the opponent Nebraska's playing as good as kind of some of these early season stats or, you know, especially on defense, are they just kind of beating up on Big Ten West, bad offenses, all of that. That's not the case um, this week. Like Michigan is a legitimate kind of top two, three, or four team in the nation as reflected by the college football rankings this past week. Um, I've got them winning big. I think Michigan pulls this one off 48-14. I think they hit the over by themselves, and I think they cover um, the spread too. Um, I just feel like we're getting very close if we're not there to kind of the dam breaking on Nebraska's season. And it's, it's an unfortunate kind of thing where you can just see it kind of rolling downhill against the team and the program. Um, um, and they're in a really tough spot this weekend on the road with a couple of key guys out on defense, too. Um, and whatever's happening with the offense, I, I got Michigan going up big on this one. I guess um, I don't have Michigan uh, covering. I got uh, the final score being 45 to 7 or 
what is it, 45-17. One, I think what they're going to want to do, they're going to want to throw the ball and put the game away early because after this week, it's the most important stretch of the season for Michigan. Next week, they got Illinois, and the following is Ohio State. They're going to want to get out to the lead, keep it, and get the starters out of there so they're healthy for the remaining few games of the year when they're trying to get into the college football playoffs. So I think that's going to become a factor. It could just be a thing where they jump out to a three, four touchdown lead and it just kind of just stagnates from there for the rest of the game. But uh, I still see Michigan winning by four touchdowns and getting out of there um, with the victory. Yeah, those points, those are excellent points because I, I could see this going sort of the way of the Oklahoma game where maybe Nebraska puts up a fight for the first few drives, but then um, Michigan just puts its puts its foot down in the first half. And then we see that third quarter where things just, third quarter and obviously the fourth quarter where it just sort of like, just sort of trickles out. The game sort of just sort of ends, you know, where we're like sitting there like, all right, well, we could probably have uh, all of our post-game content ready to go because I think we, not to be too gloomy, but I I mean, if Nebraska was to win this game, it would be the biggest upset. And I, I don't even know how many, how long, but I mean, many, many years be the biggest upset uh, for, for Nebraska football with the way the, this, uh, the cards are stacked against them. But um we all we all predict a, a big Michigan win. Um, I'm sure our watchers, readers, and listeners will love that. But we wouldn't be uh, um, we wouldn't be credible if we weren't being honest about the how we see this going. Uh, I think we've been pretty good about that throughout this whole season. Um, Nebraska is three and six, two and four in the Big Ten, going into the Big House against number three Michigan, nine and zero, six and zero in the Big Ten, hunting for another Big Ten. Uh, um, championship and uh, another appearance in the college football playoff and we will have coverage for you guys at uh, 3 30 eastern 2 30 central games on abc we'll have coverage for you at nebraska.rivals.com and the inside nebraska youtube channel for steve marek for greg smith and jeff ekstrom i'm zach carpenter and we will catch you guys again the next time